three, two, one. Welcome back, y'all, to the Anyone Can Run podcast, the podcast for psychomaniac fitness fiends just kicking off their journey towards living a healthy and fit lifestyle. It doesn't matter if you're trying to crush your first race, whether it's a 5K, full marathon, or anything in between, or if you're just looking to progress on the most important race of all, the race of life. I am your host, True Bros, a.k.a. Gabe, a.k.a. one of the newest members of the Game Gooder Flamboyance team, and I am an NCCA-certified personal trainer, gamer, and sneakerhead who specializes in helping clients reach their health and fitness goals. This podcast is a blend of motivational words, a chronicle of my personal journey on the road to Gainesville, some poor attempts at humor, but above all, it's the place where we cover cultivating the marathon mindset and everything else you need to know to help you start your personal fitness journey on the right foot. For our first episode of 2021, I thought it'd be appropriate to give y'all a general update on life and all that, considering... I know it's been quite some time since we were in the deluxe studio, aka the closet, to record an episode. As I've been mulling around ideas for topics of discussion for our esteemed corner of the internet, I've begun thinking about how much I have not been running the past few days, but still working out. For me, running and exercise has always been a way not only for me to improve my overall health and fitness, but to work through things, if you get my drift. It's my therapy, my church, my think tank, whatever you want to call it. Exercising is the one thing I do that's 100% only for me, and it's truly helped me come up with ideas for various types of content I've been working on, including over at TrueBros.com, YouTube, and of course, in the Twitch gym. Before we dive into all that, let's talk about the future of Anyone Can Run. I love sitting here, in the studio, with a laptop, a little TV dinner type table I picked up from Ikea a couple years ago, a microphone, and a suitcase which my laptop is sitting on, and waxing philosophic about running, health, fitness, life, and everything in between. That's my go-to. And truth be told, I've begun composing weekly videos over at YouTube precisely to feel to fill rather the creative void when i was not sitting in the studio and thinking out loud like i am now however there have been many times since this podcast began where i've found myself short on ideas for topics of discussion as much as i love pounding the pavement racking up miles and medals i'd be remiss if i didn't mention how much i love lifting weights and doing resistance training i know I'm going on a soapbox and talking about myself a little more than I'm accustomed to, but this is kind of a life update, and as always, my goal is to illustrate my thought process so you can see how I reached specific conclusions. As we just discussed, and you know, if you're a long-time listener, you know that I'm a big fan of living a healthy and fit lifestyle, and that doesn't mean that all I do for exercise is run. Because of this, I've begun thinking more and more about the marathon mentality, a.k.a. the marathon mindset. And if you're a longtime psychomaniac runner listener, you know full well the primary reason that I believe every human being who is physically capable of doing so needs to complete a full 26.2 mile hit or marathon at least once in their life 
is because in order to prepare for that single day, that race day, you need to spend time not just physically training, but establishing your personal marathon mindset. As a personal trainer, my goal has always been to have my clients not need me, meaning to have them get to a point, to help them get to a point where they are capable and confident that they can improve their overall fitness level without needing my professional guidance. I know we're jumping around a little bit with our topics, but stick with me as I'm almost certain that we're going to reach a logical conclusion at the end of this. Don't quote me on it, but I think we're going to get there. With this professional background and my predilection towards composing content aimed at those individuals who are just beginning their journey on the road to Gainesville, I'm thinking that I'm going to shift the focus of anyone can run to be more about the process of establishing our marathon mentality, as well as how to begin a personal health and fitness journey, and not be solely focused on pounding the pavement. Running is just a means through which I helped cultivate my personal mindset, but I realize that may not fit in with your preferences. As a trainer, when you're working out with a client, your goal is always to shape their individual workouts towards their predilections. To ensure, you know, they're enjoying themselves, they're engaged, and you know, they're going to come back and continue to pay you. Because I'm accustomed to doing that with individuals on a personal, individual level, like in the gym, I have a desire to also do that with our conversations here at Anyone Can Run. As the conversations we have here begin to focus not just on running, I've been thinking it's high time we begin doing something that I said I was going to do a long time ago. And that's eventually begin sprinkling in some interviews into our schedule. I'm going to reach out to a handful of individuals who don't necessarily have backgrounds in the fitness industry, but are adamant about maintaining and improving their health and fitness to see if we can set up a conversation. I bring this up because, uh, you know, I'm not an interviewer. I'm a certified personal trainer, sneakerhead, and gamer who creates content and wants to see the young gamers of the world live a healthy and fit lifestyle. I know we're kind of bouncing around during our conversation so far, but this decision is something I've been looking forward to sharing with y'all for quite some time. The one common question I plan to pose to those who are brave enough to enter a 1v1 situation with yours truly, is quite simple. What do you do? Or better yet, what do you want to do? Too often, when someone asks you that question, or you hear that question, you know, what do you do? It's framed in the sense of professional achievements, or money, or social status, or something of that ilk. While it's certainly not my intention to trivialize the importance of any of those things or anything like that, I think it's important to get to the crux of what we do as individuals, or perhaps, you know, better yet, what we want to do. I have a full-time job, a lovely wife, I collect sneakers, I stream on Twitch a few times a week, I infrequently upload episodes of the greatest fitness podcast in the history of the internet, but these are all just facets of who I am as an individual. What I want to do is help break down any barriers young people may see to exercise and encourage them to live a healthy and fit lifestyle. I want to see people, regardless of their age, who have never even considered the thought of working out or watching what they eat, I want to see them begin that fitness journey. That's it. 
It's why we're always talking about working out whenever the Twitch gym is open, and it's why I started this podcast. You know, back when I was younger, I struggled to get to the point of things. That simple question of what I do or what I want to do was one I never would have been able to answer had I not, you know, gained professional experience and went to school and lived and all that, but also, more importantly for the purposes of today's conversation, developed my own marathon mentality. The ability to block out noise and focus only on what truly matters is something many of my clients struggled with back when I was getting clients regularly and working with them regularly. And I was that same way for a long time. It took going through a marathon training cycle, learning how to listen to my body, finding a way to fit running for hours and hours on end into my already hectic schedule and limping across the finish line of my first race to truly hone that skill. I reiterate this because when you get to the point of what you do or want to do, hey man, we all want something different. Some people want to start companies. Some people want to attain notoriety. And some people just want to live out their days comfortably and not have to worry about putting food on the table. None of those are better than the other. They're all just different. But one thing that everyone has in common is that first step. That first day. That day, that time when they shrugged their shoulders and thought, eh, why not? For me, that was reading a Disney tourist blog article about the Walt Disney World Marathon and thinking, yeah, you know what? I could totally complete a marathon with just a few months notice. This is why I believe it's of the utmost importance to emphasize the steps necessary to help you cultivate your personal marathon mindset. As much as I know in my bones, Anyone Can Run is the most inspiring podcast about running, and I do my best to illustrate my thought processes, I know I'm still a certified personal trainer who has run multiple marathons, and those life experiences may not mesh at all with what you've done. Because of this, I want our conversations to shift more towards the cultivation of the marathon mindset. And to aid in this, I think it'd be beneficial to occasionally bring in some other individuals who aren't necessarily psychomaniac runners so we can talk about their journey on the road to Gainesville, ideally focusing on the day they decided to make their health and fitness a priority. I have a handful of people in mind, but if any of y'all are tight with, uh, you know, Des Linden, Shailene Flanagan, uh, maybe Mr. Beast... Megan Batoon, Dr. Disrespect, you know, anybody like that, just uh, send them my way and tell them to block out some time for an interview. I think being able to see the thought process of other people and perhaps discussing the differences in approach we have could serve as a useful example for you, someone who was just kicking off their personal health and fitness journey. I know that was quite the long-winded way of saying the conversations here at Anyone Can Run aren't going to just necessarily be about running exclusively anymore, but as always, I keep it 100 with y'all, and I want you to know where I'm coming from. On that note, I think it's high time we dive into some of that life update stuff we discussed at the beginning of our episode. While we jump into the first earth-shattering thing I've changed in my day-to-day, I think it makes 
sense to give a little bit of background as to why this is such a big deal. For years, and I mean years, whenever I'd meet people in a social situation, I'd always make the same bad joke. I love everyone except communists, traitors, and vegans. What can I say? I'm a meat and potatoes eating Texan. I'm the definition of a patriot. If you've swung by the Twitch gym at any point in the past few months, odds are you've heard me mention HelloFresh. And it ain't much of a secret because if you listen, you're going to be aware that I can't stand cooking or being in the kitchen. While those two subjects may seem at odds, it was my wife who signed up for the service because she wanted to up her culinary game. And as you can guess, she has exclusively been preparing those meals. A couple times in the past few months, she ordered strictly vegetarian meals. And each time she did, I kind of like roll my eyes and be like, why? Why would you do that? But you know, that being said, the thought of going full vegetarian and or plant-based has always been in the back of my mind, considering she's talked about doing it for months, probably years at this point. So her and I both had some time off during New Year's, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to give going plant-based a try. While I'd seen the exquisite The Game Changers documentary, and I've read many articles about the benefits of a plant-based diet over the years, I always assumed that my two most dominating personality traits, and no, I'm not talking about my winning personality, I'm talking about my laziness and my desire to eat junk because, uh, you know, I love me some fast food, would overpower any potential health benefits of changing up my eating habits. However, as I was scrolling through my weight history on my fitness pal, I noticed that I'd slowly been creeping up on the scale since the start of 2019. So from January 2019, it kind of was going up. It was an upward trend and it reached a crescendo of 190 pounds. And while that may not sound abhorrent to some, for my body type, that's absolutely atrocious. Now, I'm not here to tell you what you should weigh. That's a conversation for you and your medical professional. But what I am here to do is ensure you stay cognizant of how you physically feel at all times. With that in mind, I'd noticed that I felt heavy when running pretty much all through 2019 and part of 2020. And I couldn't lift with the explosiveness that I used to, even though I was pushing more weight or banging out more reps. I didn't really like the way my clothes were fitting. And as a sneakerhead, you know, that's a pretty dang big deal. And to top it all off, I think this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, for lack of a better term. Well, I was getting some dental work done towards the end of 2020, and this work required multiple visits. Each time I went, I'd been told that my blood pressure was high. For a certified personal trainer who works out at least six days a week and doesn't really have any big glaring health issues, I mean, to me, that's the last thing I ever want to hear. I decided that I would go plant-based for all of January 2021 until the Super Bowl on February 7th, as that's traditionally, you know, the one day a year I stay at home all day and eat all types of junk. As an aside, and it wasn't until like the end of January, I realized that that was a thing people do. It's called like uh, Veganuary or whatever. I didn't even know that was a thing. But anyways, 
I spent some time looking into plant-based meal delivery services, because again, lazy, and I ultimately picked one out. You can bet that we're certainly going to do a detailed review of the service down the line over on YouTube and at TrueBros.com, but for now, just know that's how I was mostly eating my meals. For the week or so, while I was waiting for my first delivery to be completed, I went to Whole Foods. I picked up some prepackaged and frozen meals, and I figured that, oh man, it's going to be brutal because I'm waiting for all this food to come in. I'm going to hate it. And I'll admit that the desire for pizza and burgers and tacos is pretty strong. And I mean, really, it is like every day. I mean, literally every day I go to the wife and I'm like, hey, what about Pizza Hut? And she's like, that's not plant-based. And I'm like, ah, you're right, you're right. (laughs) But while that desire is still, you know, burning inside, after only three days on a plant-based diet, my workouts felt absolutely incredible. There have been countless times over the past few years where I'd eat quote-unquote clean. You know, to me that means nothing processed, greasy, fried, or full of sugar. Because, you know, there's not really a dictionary denotation on what it means to eat clean. But I'd be doing this for months at a time. And then still, a few miles into my run, I'd feel heavy or my stomach would just be plain uncomfortable. I haven't felt that in the slightest since switching to a plant-based diet, nor have I felt my energy levels drop off in the latter stages of a workout like they used to. I was accustomed to just thinking, oh, you know, I'm losing energy an hour and a half in because maybe it's the weight or maybe it's because I'm, you know, not as young as I used to be. But it was a night and day difference after only 72 hours of switching up my eating habits. After a couple weeks... I decided that my six-week experiment just had to be a full-time lifestyle change, as I can't remember the last time I felt so physically good or my workouts felt this productive. There's a character in Apex Legends called Rev, and I can hear his voice just, he has like a deep robotic gravelly voice, and I can hear him saying, oh, that felt good. That's how I feel on the plant-based diet, physically. It's insane. And... Let me just reiterate, I ain't the boss of anyone, and I'll certainly never tell anyone what they should do, unless, you know, they're a client of mine, they're asking, they're paying, you know, that's a different story. I know people go plant-based, and as an aside, I refuse to use the word vegan. I just, I just don't. Don't ask me to use it. I'm not going to say it. But I know people go plant-based for a variety of reasons, and to that I say, to each their own. How you live your life and what you put in your body is your decision and yours alone. All I know is that my workouts have never felt better. The number on the scale is uh, slowly getting more friendly and I'm feeling overall like a million bucks. I'm always flexible and willing to admit when I'm wrong. Now don't get it twisted, I still don't like communists or traitors because, you know, I'm a patriot and I love the US of A. But even if hearing the word vegan is like nails on a chalkboard to me, I can admit that I'm down with the plant-based lifestyle and I really don't see myself switching back. Now for me, that's a pretty big lifestyle change. Now if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian, And I'm certainly not one of those influencers who tells you what you should do without any credentials or professional experience to back it up. I'm not here to tell anyone what they should put into their body. 
but I will certainly tell you how I'm feeling because learning how to listen to your body is one of the most important skills we as psychomaniac fitness fiends on the road to Gainesville can develop. Doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a marathon and you notice something just off in your calf like I did in my first race. And if you haven't heard that story, pop back in the archives and give our inaugural episode a listen. Doesn't matter if you're just getting off the couch and you stand up and you know something in your back just feels wrong. It's important for us to be cognizant of how we're physically feeling at all times. As even though that's not you know, necessarily the end-all, be-all indicator of something being amiss, it certainly helps with you knowing when you need to take it easy or when you can put the pedal to the metal and exert some extra energy. Thus far, we've covered some pretty big, life-shattering changes up to this point, including our plan for shifting the focus of anyone can run to be more about beginning a health and fitness journey as opposed to just being centered on running, as well as my personal shift towards a plant-based lifestyle. I mean, I can only imagine how you're processing all of this at the moment, because I'm sure this has just completely uprooted and upended your entire cognitive dissidence, and you can't fit this into your mind. (laughs) Obviously, I say this all in jest, but I do want to expand upon an aspect of the marathon mentality that I know we've discussed at length before, And that's the concept of balance. Like we discussed earlier in our conversation, there have been plenty of times where I found myself struggling, whether that be to write or whatever, or just to get out and go work out. As I sit here, I'm willing to admit that apart from two days ago, I hadn't ran in over two weeks. And part of that's due to the winter storm that we had here in Texas, but that's, that was only one week. And actually, I guess it was like a week and a half because we didn't have power or or water for a few days. So you don't want to shower or the water wasn't usable. But even before and after that, I still hadn't ran. Now, part of that is due to my hectic work schedule. Some of it's due to some personal stress. But a large part of why I hadn't been running is because I don't think getting out and pounding the pavement is the best thing for my frame of mind at this exact moment in my life. If you're brand new, to your health and fitness journey, you might still find yourself at odds with working out, meaning you mentally view it as a struggle or pain or work. But I'm here to tell you, knowing that you're doing your best to improve your health and fitness while simultaneously feeling yourself getting stronger is one heck of a thing. Eventually, I'd reckon you're going to find yourself looking forward to working out as that's your you time like it is for me. But we want to be cognizant of how every action we take is ideal for our state of mind at that particular moment in time. 2020 was a weird year in a lot of ways, which I know might be the understatement of the year. But from a personal running standpoint, for me, it was pretty dang great. I may not have been the fastest I'd ever been, but I logged just a hair over 650 miles, which is the most I've ever logged in a 365-day calendar year. And this I'm not saying this because it's like, oh, I want the likes on my photos or I want the celebration. And really, it wasn't even done to reach some arbitrary goal or anything of that nature. I just really found myself wanting to get out and rack up miles. 
and you know, especially in 2020, odds are that a lot of this can be attributed to not going outside or not going out in public. So maybe it's just because it was my outdoor time. You know, it's a big confluence of factors. However, now, 2021, between changes in the work schedule and personal life, I haven't found myself too enamored with the entire concept of going out for a quick five-mile run. When I'm real drained from work or just emotionally exhausted from whatever's going on, sometimes going out for an extended or even just a short run and being outside and all that, it kind of just wears me down even more. Maybe it's just me, but those extended runs, we're talking for me over 45 minutes, are typically when I think about, you know, to get super deep, everything and nothing. But really, what I mean by that is it's sort of my time to just be in my own head, you know, think about nothing, think about everything if I need to, just work through things or whatever. It's just my time for me mentally. And when I'm mentally worn out, I don't necessarily want to get lost in that quote-unquote mental time. So the prospect of going out and running just doesn't really sound appealing. However, I've still got to work out to relieve stress, keep my sanity, and stay on the straight and narrow on my personal fitness journey, so I'm opting to engage in different forms of exercise. When I'm crunched for time like I was today at work, and I've only got, you know, 30 minutes Odds are, I'm diving straight into my favorite yoga routine. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this at some point in one of our previous conversations, but I've been doing DDP yoga for a couple years now, and really, I pretty much only do one routine. It's called Stand Up. I got the DVDs, I want to say four years ago. I don't really remember. And that's like the only routine I do. I have like six DVDs or whatever, and I only do that because I absolutely love it. If I see that, I have more than 30 minutes. So let's say today or like tomorrow during the lunch hour, I'll probably do a quick upper body circuit consisting of either body weight exercises or kettlebell moves, or maybe I'm spending a few rounds shadow boxing and then I'm wailing away on the heavy bag. Often, I'm throwing in a few minutes on the elliptical after the upper body portion of my workout. Now, these are just how I get my gains in. These aren't necessarily the end-all, be-all, right? These these aren't your only options exclusively for working out. But I bring this up because lately I've been focused on creating my content, whether that be sticking to my regular streaming schedule on Twitch, scheduling posts and videos over at TrueBros.com and YouTube, or working on ideas for our conversations here. It's a personality quirk I've known for a long time, or at least been aware of for a long time. But when I know I'm mentally taxed and just worn out, just zoning out and watching TV or going out and running isn't something I want to do. To wind down, or I guess a better way to phrase it is to get my mind off whatever. To do that, I normally engage in creating content that I find fulfilling to create. You'll notice that there are never any ads in any of my content because, I mean, I create my content for two reasons. To entertain and educate the young gamers of the world and you psychomaniacs here, and to keep myself feeling satisfied. I like that satisfaction of creating something that I'm proud of. And it doesn't really matter if it's consumed, because, you know, I'm not trying to make a living doing this sort of thing, but 
it's more for me, it's more about that fulfillment. And I bring this up not because the goal is to promote any of that other content, because, you know, especially I know y'all already follow on Twitch and subscribe on YouTube, but it's to illustrate how I personally find balance. Even for me, with all the miles and medals I've racked up to this point in my life, sometimes running just isn't what I need for my mindset. Sometimes it's working on other things or doing a different workout that helps me relax. It's all about finding the right balance for you as an individual. This is yet another reason why it's important to engage in cross-training, whether that be running, biking, swimming, weights, rock climbing, whatever. When we think about engaging in exercise, it's important to consider not just the physical benefits, but the mental aspect as well. It can do wonders for us to get out of our element and try something new. And sometimes... Trying something new requires just a little more focus than you're accustomed to exerting, which can prove beneficial to help you focus mentally on something new and different. Whether it's experimenting with a new workout or just spending some time Googling, I don't know, a new method of exercising that you haven't engaged in before, it's important we find balance for not just our big honking biceps and calves, but for our minds as well. Given our conversation thus far, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to see why I'm eager to slightly alter the topics of our conversations here at Anyone Can Run. The more I think about what it means to truly live a healthy and fit lifestyle, the less I think about strapping on the running shoes, going out and actually pounding the pavement, or putting on the gloves and the chalk and pop, 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 slapping your hands together and going to lift weights. Nah, 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 nah. When I think about every client I've worked with and every young gun who was swung by the Twitch gym and asked me how to start living a healthy and fit lifestyle, it's always about developing that marathon mindset. It's not about the workouts you engage in. It's more about ensuring every action we take is beneficial to our minds and bodies. It's all about a willingness, not just to work and exert effort in the gym, but to be cognizant of how we feel and how we feel before, during, and after our workouts. The more I ponder the critical components of the marathon mentality, the more I go back to those pivotal moments where I and those I've worked with committed to prioritizing their health and fitness goals. For me, it was when I decided to... uh, hot shot myself into a marathon with little training to indulge that cocky, confident aspect of my personality. But for some of my clients, it was a wake-up call they had after a discussion with their medical professional, knowing that something needed to change to help with their energy levels, or literally just not wanting to get winded when walking up the stairs. I vehemently believe with every fiber of my being that anyone can run. But that's not all. I believe anyone who can run should tackle a marathon. But even more than that, I believe anyone can prioritize not just their health and fitness, but how they are feeling. We all like feeling energetic and as if we could take on the world at any minute. The best comparison I have is... That caffeine high I got from that first cup of coffee, man, 
that's the reason I'm an absolute caffeine addict now, because I'm always trying to get back to that point, which I know that's not a perfect comparison and it's not realistic and really not the healthiest thing to do, but it's, uh, it's just an analogy. It's why I, uh, truth be told, that's why over the past few months I've begun regulating my caffeine intake, but Hey, that's a conversation for a different time. Like I was saying, we all like feeling energetic, confident, and strong. And we don't need stimulants or any junk to get to that point. We just need to be cognizant of what we consume and ensure we're getting in our daily workouts. You psychomaniac, long-time runners who have been listening to our conversations here from the beginning. First off, let me just say thank you. Let's say that you've tackled your first race. And if you have, you know dang well what I'm talking about. You know those feelings of strength and confidence. And even if you're not a runner, if you're one of those gym rats who just loves being in the iron paradise and lifting, you know what I'm talking about. You know that feeling. It can be difficult to articulate, but it's a blend of strength and confidence and energy. And while our methods of exercise may be different, what we all have in common is the moment we decided we were going to make an effort to improve ourselves physically and mentally. The form and the means through which we act on that decision may look different, but we all have that first step in common on the road to Gainesville. That's what anyone can run is going to shift towards being about, to taking that first step towards bettering ourselves and establishing our marathon mentality. I appreciate you spending some time with me today, and I hope you're seeing what I see, that truly anyone can run the road to Gainesville. We drop new episodes every other Monday, unless, you know, I'm out of ideas for a conversation. So make sure you smash that subscribe button so you get notified when a new episode goes live. If you've ever got questions or ideas for a topic you'd like covered in a future episode, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at anyonecanrunpod. If you enjoy Anyone Can Run, notify another potential fitness fiend or someone who just wants to kick off their journey on the road to Gainesville so we can all help one another live a healthy and fit lifestyle. If you want to show some love for your favorite fitness podcast, please go over to twitch.tv slash truebros and smash that follow button. Find us on YouTube and hit that subscribe button or leave a quick rating and review in your podcast app of choice. All of those only take a second and it means the world to me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Anyone Can Run podcast. And if you did, don't forget to pound that subscribe button. If you didn't enjoy it well, you get what you pay for. And regardless, I look forward to seeing you on the road to Gainesville.